Hi friends! Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? We use Anchor to post our episodes and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, it's free. And it also gives you the option to clip your episodes straight from the app or on the dashboard. So it makes it a really convenient one-stop shop. Anchor is also a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. And you also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed link. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all the analytics directly linked to their platform. So you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. So try Anchor today for free now at anchor.fm. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome back to the Analytic of Crime podcast. We are very glad to be back with Scoops and Lore, but we record a very tough episode, so I'm having to... It's okay, Michelle. I've got yeah. you because we're doing Spooks and Lores, and I... What'd you call it? Spooks and Lores. Oh my god. <laughs> you, like, fucked the whole thing up. Guys, I can't not lores. add the S's into it. No, but you it. said Spooks and Lores. I know. I always say S's. I'm a Spooks and Lores girl. Spooks and Lores. Oh, did called. I? Wow. Oh, I didn't even notice wow. I said that. Wow. <laughs> See, that's what I'm here for. I will make everybody laugh at my stupidity. It's awesome. <laughs> Anyway, this is the In the Nick of Crime podcast. We're usually a true crime podcast, but we do some spooky weird shit, too. Yep. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> I don't know what accent. I don't even know what that weird. was. It's like a Midwest something. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to burp, <laughs> so. Don't you know? It's like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I was gonna burp. Just let it and out, dick. I well, I'm trying, but then it got sucked back down into the lung hole. So, so you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, Anyways, we we like to bring you fun stuff. It's nice for us too to have a break. So, yeah, we're here for it. Much needed. Much needed break. Woof. Okay. And I usually go first on these. Yeah, we don't do, like, any of our other shit. We don't do weekly fuckery. We don't do updates. We just get right into it. And Courtney goes first on scoops and lore. Yes, what she said. Spooks and lores. I don't know why I say it like that. I don't know. I'm a weirdo. You just said it completely wrong. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Anyway, I'm going to go first. And, um... <clears throat> this is going to be a doozy because you, you already sitting here trying to pronounce things and... It's going to be great. Okay. You guys are going to love it. Okay. Uh, I, I, okay. So, as we've said many times, Courtney loves Japanese anime. That is my okay. shit. Okay. We're talking about Courtney in the third person. Okay. Absolutely. We're on... We're on... We're on track. We got this. Uh... <laughs> But the other day I was watching one and I was like, you? I know, weird, right? I was like, Never. Oh, speaking of which, I have now got Dom from Horror House watching yeah. anime. 
Interesting. Because he's been told many times to watch it and has not. And yeah. I was like, ooh, I have suggestions. Right. Here you go. See, like, <laughs> I don't have anything against it. Like I said, I'm just traumatized. Like, you've heard my story You, uh, you got traumatized for a reason, I though. Did. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle watched, like, this wild-ass anime in, in high school, was it? I think I was a freshman. Yeah. It was in the history class. And it was literally an anime about the bombing of Hiroshima. And literally people walking around like zombies until mm-hmm. they drink water and then they just drop dead and I was traumatized and now anime freaks me out. I like Pokemon. I'm fine with that. I can hang with Pokemon. But like otherwise anime like on the large scale, I can't do it. Anime is very hard for some people because right. it is it's so you, emotional. emotional. Very emotional guys. Like it yeah. does not matter if you watch it in dub, Holy sub, hell. like whatever language you watch it in. Like the creators of anime knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's absolutely. probably why I am so obsessed with it because I am sucked into it and I'm like, <laughs> what happened next? I'm crying with my favorite hero. I'm sad that one of my characters died. Like, I literally have been in tears over character deaths. Like, it is wild. Oh, I get that though. But on my tangent, <laughs> one of my episodes had this character in it that mm-hmm. I had seen in many other episodes. And I was like, Okay, why do I keep seeing this? Like, what is this Was thing? Was it across other shows or in the same? Yeah, across many shows. And there's two versions of it, and I'll so talk about it. it be like a cool Yeah, and I was like, okay, I... Character. Exactly. So I was looking it up, and I was like, what is this thing? Oh, it's a real legend. Cool. And I was shook, and I was like, this is cool. I want to hop into this. <laughs> so I'm going to go into the legend of the Roku Rokubo. Roku Rokubo. I like it. I think that's how you say it. Real cool. I think that's what your computer said before yeah. we started recording. Man, let me just, you know what? Let's... I do not know how to pronounce Japanese, so I am of no help here. Rokurokubi. Oh, Rokurokubi. Rokurokubi. Rokurokubi is what yes. he's saying. Rokurokubi. Rokurokubi. Yep. So the thing about... Okay. There we go. It's spelled like Roku, like the Roku that we all use on our lovely streaming things. Yeah. Roku, R-O-K-U-B-I-E. Roku Rokubi. Yeah, Roku yeah. Rokubi. So that's what this thing is called. And it originates from Japanese mythology during the region of the last Shogun Dynasty, better known as the Edo period, which is... Wait, I think I know what this is. Do you? I think I do. Okay, continue. Sorry. Okay, I'm interested to see Clinton if it is what like, it is. Bing! Yeah, this is wild. I okay. think you learned about this in my mythology class. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, um... Edo period, 1603 to 1867. Mm-hmm. Edo period is huge, especially in a lot of 90s anime. Yeah. Um, sorry, I tried. <laughs> anyway. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> at least he, like, fingered it up yeah. at you. Like, well, if you, like, say something while we're recording, like, hold, please, and then I'll know to edit it out. So sorry. that's fine. Um, but uh, one of my favorite animes that got me started is called Roroni Kenshin, and it takes place in the Edo period, which is, okay. like... Mind-blowing. <laughs> anyway, um, so the, I'm so excited. I have, like, goosebumps. <laughs> Guys, I get... This is what gets Courtney going. This gets me going. Like, <laughs> anime is my shit. I love it. <laughs> I could go down another path, but I I'm not going to. I just love how passionate you are about I it. I am so. very passionate yeah. about it. And you know what's so funny? Because, like, we've always talked about, like, I had to hide this in school right. because it was uncool when I was a kid right. to like anime. And now it's like the cool kid thing. Yeah, like it's very common now. I think it's because kids don't really care as much anymore. They're like, it makes me happy, it makes me happy. You yeah. Know? Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> anyway. 
So different origins have actually been attributed to this yokai, which if you guys don't know what a yokai is, it is a supernatural creature in Japanese folklore. There's actually an entire anime on this. And it is so good. And this is actually (laughs) where I saw like the offshoot of this character on. And I'll explain that in a little bit. But I saw the offshoot of it and I was like, I wonder if they're the same thing. And they kind of are. It's kind of cool. Um, and also, it's the most co- uh, the most common one has like a religious connotation. Okay, which is interesting too. Um, so the Rokurokuabi translates into long neck, pulley neck, Potter's wheel neck. Okay, I love it. The look on your face is like, what the like, hell are we talking out. about? And I'm just thinking of like creepy Japanese ghost stories that I've heard and watched videos it's, of and it's like yep. yikes. Yep. Okay. Okay, so this yokai appears as a normal person during the day, but at night while they're asleep, their neck actually stretches out so that the head can yes. travel yep. great distances nope. away from the sleeping body. Nope. I know exactly. Yep, I do know what this is. I don't like it. It's so wild. Blech. So, <laughs> the Roku Rokuubis are actually not born as long-necked. They call them vampires. That's their name. Interesting. Um, they were actually normal women. Nearly always, always a woman, but they have heard of a few men mentioned in the tales. Yes, that's usually up in a really pretty, like, bun with mm-hmm. the... Th- yep, mm-hmm, yep, 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 yep. Work it, Calvin, work <laughs> it. Sorry, I can't. That TikTok, man. Okay, anyway. Uh... So they say that these women are actually cursed and transform into the Roku Rokubi. Okay. Women could become one of these after committing a sin or being unfaithful to their husband. Okay. So uh, it's a curse. Yep. 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 Okay. Or um, they also, this seems very unfair, but if Can I just describe what I'm seeing? Of like course. Right of now. course. Let me see what you're thinking. Tell me what you think. Just, just throw like, it out there. <laughs> just... Tell me what it is. It won't go away. I'm just, like, picturing, like, a dark room, and there's, like, you know, a bed in there, and then there's, like, a really tall person, and then their neck is just, like, bloop, and, like, <laughs> all around the fucking room. That's what I'm picturing right Kind of like this? <laughs> well, yeah, but they're just, like, up at the top, and, like, bloop. It's not like the, because they are kind of like the geisha-type mm-hmm. hair, but it's, like, I've seen this, like, iterations of this with just long, creepy hair like all over the grudge. this one by my thumb? Yep. Yep. Yes. That's what I've seen more iterations of it, but I just am like, <laughs> just picturing their neck like, bam, like this one, room. like this one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. So you literally like what Michelle's describing is you see a woman's <laughs> body like laying sleep, like in a sleeping position, but then you see like this long neck and this random head that's wide awake, just like doing its thing. Oh, fuck. It's so disturbing. <laughs> These are very popular in like Japanese horror houses. Horror, like a horror like film. Like a scary house. Like, yes, like a scary haunted house. So, oh, <laughs> I forgot where I was at. Yeah, sorry, okay. I distracted you. No, you're good. Also, this seems very unfair, but if her father, husband, or other family member. <laughs> wait, what? The way you like didn't. <laughs> He said, father, husband, so like brother, cousin, like father, husband. <laughs> no, I paused for Wait, effect. who was I talking to? My sister. Oh my God. 
<laughs> we were talking about King Tut. I'm calling my sister out. Um, when I was over at her house on Tuesday, she was talking about this um, thing she was watching on King Tut and like how fascinating it was. It's so cool. Yeah. But we were talking about like incest nation, you know, that I mean, I was. did talk about this they at the last that, episode. Yeah, they yep. kept that bloodline pure. They do. Very pure. Like, his parents are siblings. She was like trying to explain. <clears throat> and she said like his son was his father. Like, <laughs> so she kept explaining it. And I said, I don't think it works like that. No. Like, that's not possible. No, your son can't be your daddy. (laughs) No, that's not like brother, cousin. Your son cannot be your father. (laughs) And we were laughing so hard. Oh my god, I love her. She's a hoot. Oh my god, I'm dying. That's what that reminded me of. His son was his father. No. No. (laughs) You didn't have enough of a pause between the two. Sorry. Let me let me redo that again. Okay. okay. Also, this seems very unfair, but her father, comma, husband, <laughs> comma, or other family member commits a sin, the curse will be placed on the woman. Oh, a fucking course right? it will. Right? Misogynist dicks. Fuck you. Um, fuck you. It's also said that the curse can be passed down from the woman to her daughter. Of course it can. Of course. And only her daughter. And only the daughter. the son. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Another theory is that they come about because people misinterpreted um, their visual dis- uh, depiction. Depiction. God damn it. Today, <laughs> I'd rather you cry this way oh, than right. how we were crying before. Oh, 
Because it was rough. Was. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> I can't get because you're laughing. <laughs> if you weren't so confident in it, I wouldn't be laughing so hard. You like have your hand on your hip and everything. I depicted it. <laughs> for pelvic floor therapy because I would be peeing in your chair by now. <laughs> you would have had a crouch of, like a gargoyle on the chair. I'm gonna pee. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. See I told you Corny is the best for comic relief. <laughs> okay. Oh, hurts. Okay. So I'm going to try that again. So there's another theory that they came about because people misinterpreted the visual. <laughs> depiction. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. So they're, like, I don't know they were misinterpreted because their depiction is very similar to the Nekubi, which translates to removable neck. So their heads float, which... <laughs> Is what I saw the other character as. Nearly headless neck. Yeah, but fully headless. And it's wild because they don't even have a neck. It's just literally a head and a body and it floats. Zero neck. Can they talk? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. There's a a character in the yokai show that I was watching that does this. So this is the character that I'm talking about and his head literally (laughs) floats. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they have but zero it looks neck. Normal. Yeah, it looks normal, but yeah. there's literally no neck. It just, like, floats above his body. No neck having freak. <clears throat> yeah. But he's wearing a... <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a scarf with no <laughs> neck. I have no... I didn't say that anime he made just sense. He passed it on his shoulders. <laughs> Never said anime made sense. Ever. Nearly headless? How can, can he, he be nearly headless? headless? Shoot, you know who else just did that the other day is Cryptic Soup. They put that in their episode the other day. They both said it. Hermione talking about nearly mm-hmm. headless? Yep. Oh, great minds. Yep. I love great those two. Minds. Me too. So, the original yokai is going to be this new... Fucking hell, how do I even say it again? Take that out, dumbass. New Kekubi. New Yes. So... <laughs> The original version is the new Kekubi, and then now we have the Roku Rokubi. Kubai. However. Roku Rokubi. Thank you. I'm struggling. After the dick pics, I I don't even know what else to do with my life. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know how I said it like that. It's D-E-P-I-C. Depiction. It's not that hard. Dumb, dumb. Anyway. As I told you, this is what happens. One has a neck that lengthens, one has no neck at all. And a head just floats. fucking in between. There is but no wasn't that a boy with no neck? It is. So the boys just get... No neck. the girls get... <laughs> they lower sound effects. <laughs> so in pictures and drawings... Um, oh my god, I used this word again. They're depicted as a stream, like, connecting the body to the head. Ew. And this was later misinterpreted as a very long neck or a, or as the theory goes, like, you basically just, your head goes off and does its own thing and drags a long-ass neck behind it. It's wild. <clears throat> so does their body always stay put? 
Yes. Or will the body eventually trail behind it? Nope. It just stays there. Can you imagine that? That would be so wild. <laughs> like, you never feel it pull. Like, you're never Ever. like, <gasps> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because most of the time, and I think I talk about this, they don't even know that they're doing it. Oh. It's kind of cool. So the most, they're most famously known for being like beautiful, attractive, geisha style Mm -hmm. women, uh, as you talked about, which geishas are another thing that I want to talk about one day because seriously, holy hell, like people just think they're just pretty and it's a whole dark thing. It's very dark, but they're so amazing. The women who are geishas are stunning stunning and very, very strong. If you ask me, holy hell. Absolutely. Um, at night they undergo a metamorphosis, is what they literally call it. So another they're, one on top of their long ass neck. No, that's what the neck is. Oh, okay. Is the metamorphosis? <laughs> like I said, their neck extends and they start to physically hunt. This is why they're called vampires. They're like the original like Japanese vampires, okay. and most of the time they're actually unaware of their condition and blame their nightly stalking of human prey on nightmares. While others are well aware of it. So it's almost like the concept of astral projecting, they're just Mm -hmm. still tethered to their body. Exactly. Interesting. And they see what they're doing, but to them it's like a vivid dream. Right. So they don't realize that they're actually doing it. Yeah. It's wild. Cool. It's very difficult to recognize these creatures because, yes, they are considered yokai, so they are considered creatures. You just see a head <clears throat> with a veil long neck behind it and you don't realize what it is? Um, okay. Some people don't. Okay. They look like ordinary people leading ordinary lives. However, Maybe some both... ordinary people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like perfect timing because I had a burp so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Some versions of this legend, though, allege that they are identifiable by small white marks that are visible on their neck. So kind of like stretch marks. Which I'm like, I I mean, I would assume if you're stretching your neck that hard, yeah, you probably would have them. Right. (laughs) A bitch has some stretch marks. A bitch has some stretch marks. And they sexy and they know it. (laughs) Sometimes they reveal themselves by sleeping in their yokai condition. So with their neck like super long and their heads just sleeping wherever they feel like putting it down. They just look like an accordion when their neck decides to back in. Well, I guess it's because they get tired and sedated. And so if they get to that point, they can't retract their neck in. So they just kind of fall asleep however they. And then their neck just lays there. Yep. Okay. I don't know how you swallow, but do you, bro? I guess. That's a long journey. <laughs> it makes me want to swallow. Yeah. Not that one. Never mind. I know. I was like, oh, they'll go there. Okay. There is a legend that these metaphysical creatures have broken the laws of Buddhism and were cursed as a result. See, I was going to ask if this is like, because you said it can be religious, and mm-hmm. I was going to ask if it was Buddhist. It is. Interesting. Um... I think Buddhism is a very big uh, religion. In yeah, it's the primary. It one, is I'm the primary sure. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, out, especially in most Asian cultures, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Not all, but I know most. And I want to know. 
the other ones. Yeah. While you're looking that up, I'll finish this real quick. Okay. Um, They say that it's a result that they were cursed and their punishment was to live a life as a monster roaming among humans. And in order to repent, they are required to target people who do not respect Buddha's philosophy. Interesting. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shinto is the other one. Ah, I knew there was another one. Shinto... In Buddhism, Christianity Christianity is actually pretty common, too. Um, oh, Confucianism. Ooh. I forgot that that was a religion. Confucius, say. Oh, I did not know it was a religion. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Well, I mean, I did, but I forgot. Interesting. But yeah, Shinto and Buddhism. Other explanations are that they're a psychological nature. Which is interesting. They go into it saying, like, it's said that the transformation manifests by the elongation of the neck in the supernatural expression of a desire of that person. I don't track, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, they're basically saying that it's a psychological thing where, like, because they have this desire that they create this elongated neck to obtain that desire. Right. So are they just saying that, like... While they're sleeping, their head and their neck are going to go to whatever they desire. Yes, pretty much. Which may be blood. For some of them, yes. (laughs) Um, And like they said again, they're not aware of their condition and they're not awake. And they're usually just experiencing this as a very vivid dream. So like, that's why they say that they're going towards what they want. Okay. Because they're vividly dreaming it. I get it. They are also considered pranksters. And legends... I would hope... So right, legends say that they are oni, which oni is an oni demon. It is mm-hmm. another crazy ass like I would almost loop it in with a yokai. It is mm-hmm. kind of a, a yokai. They love to play at scaring people, and they especially love enjoying or they enjoy terrifying drunks. Like that's their favorite <laughs> thing to do. And I'm like, Can here you for imagine it. if like there's a drunk person somewhere on the sidewalk, and someone just goes. With this long ass yep. neck, like, <laughs> and just follows them, <laughs> just with fucking with them. Like, I would like boop them, <laughs> so they would have to turn boop. around. <laughs> oh my god, boop! <laughs> I just say it. I just walk up on my hand, so I can only boop you with my nose. <laughs> Look, ma, no hands, <laughs> no dollars. I don't dance, and I'm with Roscoe's. God, don't even get me started. Okay. Um, they have also been known to attack small animals to drink their blood. Dicks. I.e. vampires. They also oddly seem to savor drinking lamp oil. Yeah. No idea why. I really hope that's only tasty when they're in this form and not in their waking hours. I hope so. How does that not kill them? I have no idea. Oh, boy. (laughs) Ew, it just, like, sits there. And their long old esophagus. I always wonder if they have to like extend oh, their esophagus, like their neck, like if they have to straighten their right. head and so then let like... everything drain and then they can suck it back in. <laughs> so it's like those big funnels. Yes. <laughs> and you but gotta then, straighten like, the funnel. Do their vocal cords go out all this way? Does their esophagus go out all this way? Or is it just a flush? No, sack? I think what it is is like everything sits here and then from like here up it just extends. But then what about below that like there's all that flesh you know i think it's just a tube of forgottenness (laughs) i don't even know what i'm saying orifices orifices (laughs) (laughs) oh dear Uh, okay 
So I'm going to end this off with the classifications of the Roku Rokubai. Kubi? Kubi. 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 Um, the first classification is according to sex. So, in legend stories, some males exist, but Japanese mythology often assimilates this yokai with a long-necked woman. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, why are they even differentiating? Because it seems like they're dicks, and they're like, only women are cursed with this. They've seen some depictions of males, so that's why they say, like, there are some. No, it would just be like a But very rarely. Right? Yeah. They already have one down below. They don't even want to Um, And then they also say that the females attack men while long-necked men hunt women at night. The fuck? Weird. Jeez. Another classification is uh, ferocity. So... They are gentle. There are gentle ones who like to just play joke, like tricks, jokes, and they love drinking oil from lanterns, scaring, spying, things like that. While others push barbarity to like the point of transforming themselves into bloodsuckers or vampires. Ooh. Yeah. They get pretty violent too. And when I say violent, I mean like they don't leave much left for you. Holy shit. The next classification is cruelty. Uh, it's blamed on the flying head yokai. Okay. Which are the most dominant types of uh, Roku Akubis. Uh, they're according to supernatural universe of uh, Japanese like urban legends. These evil beings are called... How did I say that? Nuku... No, fucking hell. No, I don't I said it earlier. Hang on. <laughs> Nukekibi. 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 Are called Nukekibi, as I discussed earlier. So the Nukekibi are the ones that don't have a neck and their head just floats. Okay. And they appear to be a normal human, but at night their head, like, detaches from its body and freely flies around. And these creatures actually kill and attack their prey. So they're more violent. They than... kind of just be spitting it out. They don't have a damn stomach. They don't have nothing. Well, they have a stomach. They just don't have a neck. Well, yeah, but you said their head just goes bleep. Well, their head just detaches from their body and so just floats. So then the shit that they're eating apparating to their I have body? No idea. I have no <laughs> idea where that stuff goes. I don't think they really cared when they made the lore. <laughs> they were like, I don't know, I don't care where the food goes. Doesn't make sense. It's fine. I mean, right? it's lore, like, rarely does it. Right? Make, it really does. You know, actual sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so funny. So when the head is on a killing mission, not my words, guys. Also, I'm just... Picture in a head, just like hauling ass, right by just itself. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> the body actually remains inanimate and vulnerable. So then, what happens if someone like kills their body while it's detached? So like, that's the thing. It's the that's its weakest point. So attacking the body or moving it will actually annihilate the creature. So then their head just like <laughs> literally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, from medieval folklore... Folklore. <laughs> That's throwing it in the Wayback Machine. Wow, Courtney was... I didn't even notice I was going to say that until it, like, came out. And then I was like, oh, my God. Wow, we suck at... Courtney sucks at talking. It's fine. From medieval folklore to recent video games, Japanese culture is full of yokai. And Japanese urban legends have been adapted by artists for various backgrounds. Thus, we find monsters and humanoid creatures in illustrated books, stories, shows, movies, and manga. Dang. That's nuts. 
Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The shit they think of, man. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. An anime can take you down a road you never knew you wanted to go down. Truthfully. Yeah. Oh, I know. I love it. <laughs> that was fascinating, though. Yeah, wasn't it cool? Thanks for bringing that weirdness. Uh, you're welcome. I always bring weirdness to the table. <laughs> All I have to do is sit at it. <laughs> I am the weird. <laughs> I am the weird. God. I snorted. Oh, you what? I snorted. <laughs> I heard it. I do that a lot. It's fine. Wow. Very tired. Um, so, funny that you picked that because my topic is the Sandman. So, we both picked sleepy things. Weird. Yeah. And that just, like, came to me. I was, like, sleeping. I was half asleep. And I was like... Enter Sandman. Sandman. Mr. Sandman. Bring me in. Oh, I was thinking Metallica, but... I'll, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, yeah. Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? Try out Anchor. We use Anchor to post our episodes, and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, I said free. It also helps you so you can upload your episodes straight from your app or your dashboard, which makes it super convenient and a one-stop shop. Anchor is a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. You also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all of the analytics directly linked to their platform, so you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. Try Anchor today for free at anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I have so. cooled off, so I shall slide my arm back into my okay. sleeve. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so my main research came from uh, How Stuff Works, which I love How Stuff Works for like lore and everything. I love diving down this whole rabbit hole. Rabbit. And then a site called sleepopolis.com. It was fun. That sounds fascinating. Right? Okay, so. Go for it. What was funny is the How Stuff Works website, it literally started off talking about the crusty shit that you wake up with in your eyes. <laughs> so I was like, off to a great start. <laughs> Warn a girl before she puts hot chocolate in her mouth that you're going to say something funny. Um, it's me. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> So, it's talk about the crusty shit that's in your eyes. Apparently, there's a name for it, which I didn't know. It's called Rheum, I believe. Just literally, like, the star of, like, rheumatoid. R-H-E-U-M. Okay. I'm glad there's I a name I just called it crusty it. shit, but yeah, okay. I'm like, eye boogies. <laughs> well, eye boogies are usually juicy. Well, they crusties crusty, are crusties. I become crusty. My that's nephew true. used to call them booty guts. I like and that. And his that's note, cute. like his boogies were greeting guts too. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I think it came from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Did it? I think so. Mickey, and then get like it when together. we carve pumpkins, those would be goody guts. All the things. Anyway, so <laughs> it's just <laughs> discharge that comes out of your eyes and dries up when you're when you're asleep. So like I said, it comes out and then it becomes crusty. Disgusting. Why do we have discharge in our sleep? 
out of our eyeballs. That's well, there weird. There may be an answer, Courtney. Oh shit! There okay. may be an answer. I didn't know you were gonna get scientific on me. Let's go. I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the tale of the Sandman originally derived from Europe, like primarily central to northern Europe, and kids in that day, if they were living in that area or just in general, um, like I think it originated a few centuries ago originally which was a long time ago um but when they would wake up grown-ups would tell them oh the sandman has been there like has been by your bedside which that's fucking creepy and he was sprinkling his magical sleepy dust in your eyes <laughs> i wish we were on camera right now i have no doubt that was a great facial expression but the shookness of myself I'm sorry. It was just like if they woke up with crusty eyelashes. <laughs> what? I need to talk to these parents because right. I need to know why it's you Europe, thought man. that was See, a good. They like tell their kids. Europe crazy is so shit. fascinating, guys. I love you, and I just don't understand yeah. your terminologies. But I mean, like, scare children. Yeah, I say this as a European mutt child. Right. <laughs> like, but yeah, they said he may have been at your bedside. Sprinkling his magic sleepy dust and spinning the yarns of your dreams. <laughs> the <laughs> wrong side of life that my brain just went on with that. <laughs> That's why I picked this website. I was like, gold. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. A lot of this became like a thing, you know, with having trouble getting kids to go to sleep. So they just think of shit to either. I don't understand that. Why that would make them want to go to sleep? I know. You tell me. Wait to wake up with crusty shit on my eyelashes. I can't wait until this guy's comes next to my bed and throws his magic sprinkles on my face. He has his magic sprinkles on my face. It's like Salt Bay. Ding. With the drop too. Yeah. He's like. Mr. Sandman. I mean, obviously, this bitch made an impression because there's a song about him. There's a couple songs about him. There's a few. Just a few. Oh my god. So, yeah, it's like parents started thinking of strategies to get their kids to shut up and go to sleep. So, you know, people would think that, like, Singing them a lullaby or telling them a story might be nice. Giving them NyQuil. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, so people think that this is most likely how the story of the Sandman came to be. That it was just like a character that a parent made up one day to get their kid to go to sleep. And somehow it caught traction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I already hear the story behind this because I'm like mind blown already. Yeah. <laughs> how stuff works then. Quote, but just like our relationship with a rowdy, sleepless child is complicated, the figure of the Sandman isn't all magical, benevolent snooze dust. <laughs> wow, what a pun on words. I love whoever Magical snooze dust. I love it so much. Let's go. <laughs> Can we call it that all the time? Right. <laughs> so, the Sandman has like some maybe nice stuff and some maybe dark stuff, you know? He has like a shadow side. Apparently. So he's Jekyll and Hyde. Kinda. Okay. That's what it seems like to me, yeah. So it's 
It says, Sandman's shadow side is at least as conspicuous as Santa's penchant for shady, around-the-clock surveillance and the distribution of switches and coal to naughty kids. Which... I'm here for it. Yeah. (laughs) Santa's a creepy man, dude. Right. So, there isn't really any written, you know, history on the Sandman. It's more just... Lore. Exactly. Yeah. People telling stories. Um, (laughs) there's also a doctor that was quoted in this, and I thought her name was Maria Tater. (laughs) It's like Tatar. It's I like Tomator without the tub. <laughs> it's T A T A R. I know. Tatar. Tatar. Tater. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> She's German, so. Okay. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> but she said that um, she doesn't think that you can trace the Sandman to Denmark or Germany, um, but she does think there are similar figures around those parts. Um, but. It ends up being, like, a disciplinary person. Sort of like Belschnickel Krampus, you know. <laughs> Go to sleep. Yeah. So, no one knows who the fuck made this up in the first okay. place. But, the first <laughs> depiction of it on... Dick Pictation. Dick Pictation! <laughs> Let's go. The first time it appeared on paper, though, was around the 18th century. Okay. In German dictionaries, oddly enough. <laughs> like, he ended up in the dictionary. Um, but... Of all places. Right. He was described as Der Sandman kommt, which is Sandman is coming. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman! <laughs> uh, it was used to tease, you know, tired children. They'd be like, Sandman is coming. Creepy. I don't know why that I would know. make a child go to sleep. That I would make me know. stay awake. I'd be like, please no. <laughs> please no. <laughs> so, the first story about the Sandman uh, was actually published, like actually written story, mm-hmm. was published in 1818 by the German writer E.T.A. Hoffman, Ooh, who I've actually heard of. I have too. Right. So Weird. Like, Interesting. And he called him Der Sandman. I'm pretty sure I sang a song in German about the Sandman when I was in my early days of college because reading about this made something go off in Clinton's filing cabinet, but I don't know. TBD. Okay. Or TV. So Michelle's just singing about Sandman and in German because <laughs> yeah. she's that talented, guys. <laughs> no, I'm terrible singing German and I am German. Anyway, um, but it, <laughs> the story that he tells starts with a nurse telling a story about a mythical creature who throws, mind you, sand <laughs> into the eyes of little children who won't go to sleep. Like, his magical, go to sleep, bitch! His magical face dust. <laughs> Or is it magical you face said magical sprinkles? Sleep sprinkles. <laughs> so, like I said, the story is, you know, a mythical creature throwing sand in the eyes of kids that won't shut up and go to sleep, causing them to fall out of their sockets. Like, can their eyeballs fall out of their sockets? Like their eye sockets? The same man then collects the eyeballs in a sack and carries them to his home on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> Whoa! Let's go, Zeppelin. Let's go. Where he feeds them to his children. Why do you think the Sandman songs are so demented? Because they had this to go off of. It was a well. It's weird because Enter Sandman is Metallica, and then you've got Dark Side of the Moon. Isn't that Led Zeppelin? I'm pretty sure. Hold on, I gotta remember. And you can listen to that in reverse, and Mm -hmm. it sounds the it's like demonic. No, Dark Side of the Moon is Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Ah, damn it. 
Pink Floyd. Dark yeah, Side of the Moon. They had the Pink whole Floyd. album. Pink it was Floyd. that's right. Yeah, one of their later albums. And that's the one that you can play in reverse, right? And it's like demon like talking or like Latin or whatever. There's a I don't think it's this one. There's a Led Zeppelin one that's supposed that, to do man, that. I'm confusing the two of them clearly. Maybe. It does have things on Google about it. Hmm. If you play Dark Side of the Moon backwards, it totally syncs up with this orator. What? There's something about playing Dark Side of the Moon backwards, and I can't remember what it is and what it does. Yeah. But it's interesting. Sorry, I just find that fascinating that he takes them to the Dark Side of the Moon, and then I'm like, okay, but Metallica and then Pink Floyd? Yeah. Well, we're d- okay, fair enough. They had to have. They had to have. Yeah. Taking it from... They were like, ooh, this legend? Make a song. Make an right. album. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tater. That's, I mean, I need to stop doing that. But that's literally <laughs> what I think of. Every Tater. time her name comes up. Maria Tatar. Tatar. Tell me that's Tatar. not Tater. Tatar says, quote, Dare Sandman became an important story in psychoanalytic circles because Freud made so much of it in his essay, The Uncanny. I forgot about that until right? you just said Same. it. And then I just literally had the whole entire thing go whoosh, through my head. And I was like, Ugh. no, thank you. She also says, quote, Hoffman's story is a fairy tale for grownups, really. His Sandman is this dark predatory monster. It definitely wasn't written for children. End quote. Which we're telling it to children to scare them into going to sleep. Again, what is wrong with you people? And I would not have slept. Par for the course. Guess whose bitch ass hopped on this train later? Hans Christian Andersen. Oh, well, there's no surprises apropos. there. I knew that. Yeah. Apropos. Apropos. <laughs> so in 1841, he published a fairy tale, which, quotations, come on, bitch, Lots of quotations. All quotations with any Hans Christian Andersen <laughs> like fairy tales. Bold, underlined quotations. Right. <laughs> Called Ole Lecoy. I don't know how the fuck to pronounce that. Like Lecroy? I was close. What is it? Ole Lecroy. You did really good. Lecroy. I have to, I know, I was wondering <laughs> if it was Lecroy. So this fairy tale was actually meant for a young audience, which I call bullshit. Anyway. So the Ole Lecroy. Ole being a Danish first name and Lecroy translating to shut your eye. So again, it's just telling children, shut up and go to sleep. <laughs> so the character... Of the story was always dressed in silk pajamas, carrying it literally says a groovy, colorful umbrella. Which, what is synonymous with groovy in the 1800s? I don't know. I was just questioning right. that. I was like, like, what the fuck is groovy in the 1800s? <laughs> I imagine groovy's gonna colorful. take me to the 60s. Exactly. That's early what I think 70s. Of. Like wavy patterns and flowers, like, and, bell yeah. bottoms, right. peace signs, so love the not war. Was groovy in 1841, but I digress. Um, so he was carrying this groovy umbrella the whole time. <laughs> he was never referred to in the story as the Sandman, but it was like, duh, it's implied. And even, like, English translations of it get translated to the Sandman being the character in the story. So. Mm. Shockingly, it's described as a very strange story. What? Weird. Never. Yeah. Odd. So. <laughs> you and fairy tales, bro, you just, like, bring them to the light. I know, which, the see, light. that's what's so crazy because I didn't even know Sandman derived from a fairy tale. I thought it was literally just, like, a bedtime story. Oh. Which I guess they kind of they coincide. Cohabitate. Yeah. Oh, what the Get fuck? The fuck I, I mean, you said here. different words. I know, it but weird. it was still weird. Right. Creep me out. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. 
there's um, a doctor that is <laughs> a professor at the Hans Christian Andersen Center, which I didn't even know was a thing. But I did, actually. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, not surprised, because it's fascinating to study. But his name is Dr. Jacob Bogeld, I think is how you pronounce it. It's the O with the slash through it. Oh, yeah, I think, I think, I think you're o. right. Yeah. Um, he describes the character in the story to be benevolent, which, come on, it's not a fairy tale for kids. Stop lying to people. <laughs> Stop lying! <laughs> he... There's a boy in the story, too, that gets introduced called Shalmar. I'm so sorry. I need to <laughs> look these up. This is so disrespectful. Hold on. I know. That's why I kept checking mine, too. Yeah. Yomar. Okay, so I was close. Yomar. It's a Y. So, Yomar. I like that. That's awesome. Okay. God, I love other countries. Yeah. It's fascinating. We're <laughs> so lame. There's a boy that's introduced in the story. He's called Yomar. Um, Yomar. He's introduced to death and sexuality in the story. So again, this is not for children. And how is this a bedtime thing? We don't want our kids going to bedtime with that stuff in their head. Okay, this gets even worse and this is so disturbing. Oh god, I'm not ready. Okay. (laughs) In this story, he doesn't throw sand into the eyes of the children. He squirts milk into them. You know, you're thinking exactly what I'm thinking. And this is inappropriate. Fucking inappropriate. Yeah. Um, at the end of Hans Christian Andersen's story, Hjalmar discovers that Ole Loki, Lokoi, Lokoi? Mm, I already messed it up, has a brother. Oh dear, we're bringing two nasties right. into this. All right. 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 Is he worse? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, his brother has the same name, is also Ole Lokoi, so I think it's just an evil... It's just an evil, like, anyway. piece of... It's a clone came off of him. Probably. So, instead of coming to children's bedsides every night, bringing dreams, he visits each person once and brings death. Yikes. Ew, you morbid beast. Right. Get out of right. my bedroom. This is for children. That is not a child's Lying thing. sack of shit. <laughs> oh my god, if I was a kid and I heard this, I would not sleep. Right. Ever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's Dr. Maria. I'm just going to call her yeah, that. Yeah, I like Maria that. Maria or Maria? Hold on. I don't remember what she was. I like that. I'm here for it. Maria. Maria. Dr. Maria T. Because I don't want to keep butchering her Maria, last name. Maria. Maria. Sorry. To remind you it's a story. <laughs> anyway. Um, she actually was saying how they... Remind her a lot of different, like, children's songs and lullabies. What are you laughing at? I was laughing because you said, reminds her of, and I was like, Alyssa, that's so oh. like, in my head. <laughs> that's what she says. <laughs> but, you know, she's saying this reminds you of songs that are being sung to children and are meant to be soothing and are lullabies, but the stories oh. have a really violent side to them. So I'm like, I don't... See the correlation, Dr. Maria T. I feel like I need to hear the song that she's talking about because, like, I cannot picture what it would sound, how a lullaby would sound. Find this man that throws sand in your eyes, or he squirts milk in your eyes, and his evil clone comes to kill you. 
Like, I just can't picture any of that put into like song form. Right. No, not at all. I, yeah, She's I saying it reminds her of other lullabies. Not that this was put oh, in the song okay. form. Oh, okay. But still, I don't understand yeah. the lullaby she's talking about. But okay. Right. <laughs> It, she even says, quote, somehow it seems to mirror our ambivalence towards children. We adore them and want to tell them gentle, lovely stories, but they drive us crazy at times. End quote. So then we try to scar them so they don't ever sleep and then they're even worse to right. deal with? That was so loud in the microphone. I don't uh, know why I did that. I didn't hear it. It was like, it just went... Oh, did it sound like... Yeah. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're it, you're gaslighting these children. <laughs> this is gaslighting in its earliest forms. Yep, exactly. So, some people just chalk it up to just being like a cautionary tale. But what's cautionary about that? Like, you can't be cautionary. So the Sandman can come and take your eyeballs and feed them to his children. What? I don't get it. Also, anatomically <laughs> speaking, these are called eye sockets. That's how I correlated. No, I know they're called eye sockets, oh. but... <laughs> I was just, like, shocked when you were like, how did you put that together? No, like, but even then, because it was, like, making it seem like the children were falling out of sockets. They didn't no. say anything about eyes oh. necessarily first. So oh, I, I just, just imagine eyes coming that. out of sockets. Yep. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. So, yeah, essentially what this boils down to is that they were literally just trying to gaslight children into going to sleep, which I don't understand... Like, I feel like it should have been presented more like a threat. Like, go to sleep or the Sandman's going to come through sand in your eyes. That's what would have made more sense to me. Instead of, I mean, maybe I guess them saying the Sandman's coming. Like, get the fuck to sleep. You know what you should have done is watch the, sh- isn't there a series on Netflix called Sandman? Yeah, I think so. And it, I think familiar. it talks about this whole, like, story behind them. Yeah, there is, because it has a little, like, the little the thing that's, yeah. yeah. You're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the the this but some people like it there's like parents and like nurses and stuff that would say that it became a cautionary tale in terms of bedtime stories because some people thought they just wanted to prepare kids for life's hardships which i'm like i don't see the correlation there yeah but, so let's okay. scar them while they're trying to right. sleep all right <laughs> exactly. nice exactly um in the stories though that are about him he's gigantic so kids would never be able I to I kind of like, expected that. Yeah. Fight him or anything. <laughs> Unless you got some punk ass kid that's like, watch me. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Dr. Marie T says, quote, there's no happily ever after except falling asleep, giving in. End quote. <laughs> Jeez. Like, it's just so fucked up, man. I just feel like that was a very abrupt, like well, if you don't like it, suck it up. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, your option is just to go to sleep. You, Yeah. And yeah. and so basically submit to, to this creature who's going to throw sand sparkles on your face. Right. Exactly. What's interesting, though, is that the sleepopolis.com website talks about the Ole Lucoli, like the Hans Christian Andersen one, but talks about it in a nicer fashion. So I feel like it's like interpretation is a lot of it. But they say that this is kind of the most popular adaptation of it, even though Anderson never said it was directly the Sandman. But they said that Ole Lukoi is said to quietly tiptoe upstairs in socks in a silk coat that changes colors. Fun. So the coat of many colors? Right. Or like the invisibility cloak is what I thought of too. Why and did I go Christian and you went Harry Potter? That was know. very wild. I don't know. <laughs> but 
He would lull children to sleep. That's better. Like, gently. And sprinkle magical dust in their eyes and tell stories. So, that does sound a lot nicer. But I'm like, one person's adaptation of that story is very different than this person's. Uh, And they're talking about the same thing. And then you have the other one that's like, oh, and by the way, he has this, like, brother, twin clone whatever you want to call him that comes in and brother cousin (laughs) that comes in and kills you right this one's really sweet though because they this one says that he has two umbrellas that he holds over children one has pictures to bring beautiful dreams and one without for children that are misbehaving leading them to a dreamless sleep so it's like the good children are supposed to have nice dreams and then the bad children are just like you're not gonna dream they just are dreamless right which that's kind of that mean sounds too. yeah that kind of sounds very sad I love, and well, existential. Well, I mean, technically we dream every night. We just don't know it. But yeah, still. you don't always recall them. But yeah, so this one, this adaptation is supposed to be more beloved and not necessarily a scary. It creature. sounds a little nicer. Yeah, but I'm like they're all talking about the same thing. So yeah. interpretation. Which one? <laughs> so um. It now says, like, why does the Sandman put sand in your eyes? So, in both the Danish and the German portrayals of it, he throws sand in children's eyes. In both. In the Danish folktale, so the Hans Christian Andersen, his magic dust keeps their eyes closed so that kids can stay asleep and keep dreaming. Which is so Except for I hate when my eyes are closed and I have that grit in them. And then I try to move them and I feel like it's scratching my eyeball. So, Dude, when I was younger, my allergies were so bad that I would get goops in my eyes. And it would literally like crust over and I couldn't open my eyes in the morning. And they'd be so Uh, red. uh, (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) So, when they wake up, the crusties in their eyes, it was a sign that the Sandman had visited during the night and brought good dreams. And not death. <laughs> in the German version, the sand is seen more as a punishment for not going to sleep. So it's like, the salmon visited you, he gave you good dreams. Or, salmon threw some sand in your fucking eyes so you'd shut up and go to sleep. Polar opposites. I can't. Like, I just, I can't. I can't. I don't, I don't, my head does not, my analytical brain is like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Right. So, some people feel like E.T.A. Hoffman's Sandman is more inherently evil and Hans Christian Andersen's is more good, but I don't... I don't really think one's better well, I mean, than the other. Well, I mean, obviously, he's stealing the eyeballs of children, taking it to the dark side of the moon and feeding I'm the eyeballs I'm seriously wondering children. if this is where, like, Jeepers Creepers came from. I'm pretty sure it did, actually. Is it? Yes. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. And then Mr. Sandman is at the end papers. of the first Halloween movie, isn't yeah, it? Sure yeah, sure is. Obviously, the Mr. Sandman is actually because... in a lot of horror movies, actually, mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah. they tend to open or close right. most of them, not most of them, but a lot of them I with that it song. it came synonymous with Halloween. Yes, it did. Yeah. Wild. I just mm-hmm. didn't even like think about that until you right. pointed it out, and then I'm like, oh god, almost all of them. Creep. It is kind of a cre- and it's creep. It's like it's like one of those songs that's like sang so happily, right? And then like when you actually listen to it, like, and then you listen to the lyrics, and you're yeah. like, okay, that's not, that's that's not right. happy, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's what I've got on the Sandman. <laughs> 
I don't like it. <laughs> I didn't want to like go too much into it and make it boring. I just wanted to kind of hit the high points, but yeah, it was just weird because I it's not like I ever think about the Sandman, and I was like waking up one morning and I was like, Sandman, that'd be cool to cover. Mm. So I get most of my scoop some more ideas. Well, when you wake up in the morning, whim. Yeah. So that's it. Mine's usually like at the most random times. Like I'll be in the shower <laughs> or like. <laughs> driving down the street and be like, what about that? <laughs> oh, so weird. I feel like that's great, though. And then I forget what I said, and then it takes me, like, another two weeks to remember that's what I said. That's why I put it in a note on my phone, or I immediately start Googling it on my computer, and then that way the next time I open it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to oh, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. We both had some real weird fucking shit today. We did. We did. But I liked it. And we learned a new word today, kids. Today's word is... Dick pictation. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> Repent me from all my atrocities. 20 Hail Marys. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I hate Hail Marys. They're like the bane of my existence. Oh. <laughs> And I can only say that because I'm an ex-Catholic, yeah. so I'm allowed to say that. Good thing you're not anymore. I now have to say Hail Marys. <laughs> Let's move along, friends. Next! So that's what we have for you all today. Hope you enjoyed the funny, funny ha-has. Yeah. I think we were ready to be back for some scoops of more. Yes. Our last episode did really well. Like It did. It kind of had a slow start, but like y'all keep listening to it, and our numbers just keep... I'm here for it. it. Keep listening. Keep yeah. telling people to listen to us. Yeah. We're trying to come back full action, guys. So... Full action, bitches. <laughs> full <laughs> throttle! <laughs> anyway, um, if you want to find where to find us... <laughs> Find where to find us. Bye. It's in the link tree. It's in the show notes. Just click it. It's okay. It's not scary. Um, if you want to send us your case suggestions or story ideas, story that you'd like to hear on Scoops and Lore. One more. Scoops and Lores. Or Spooks and Lores, because Courtney likes to rename things <laughs> incorrectly. <laughs> you can email us. What's my <laughs> It did it like the same time as I slapped my knee, so I didn't even hear it. Oh, it hurts. Are you sure it was your knee and I didn't just like project that onto you when I slapped my knee? It was my hip. I know, but like it happened at exactly oh. the same time and I didn't even hear your hip do anything. Oh, I heard it and I felt it. Anyway, our email is in the nick of crime podcast at gmail.com. <sighs> I need to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let us know if you have any lures that you want us to talk about. Oh my god, what are you doing? I don't know. Is that even our outro? <laughs> Keep it creepy and safe, Ricky. <laughs> we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>